The one thing I will point out is that all of the children are white. I know. Hello, listeners. Thanks for tuning in to SOS, a live call-in help show with me, your host, Sonia Rasula, founder of Unique Markets. Each week, I answer some of the most pressing questions from entrepreneurs, small business owners, and creatives. We talk about social media. We talk about growing and scaling. We talk about marketing. The reason this podcast exists is because the fact is most businesses will not make it to five years. I've had multiple businesses for over a decade now, and I really want to make sure that you have long-term success. I don't want you to make the same mistakes that I made. So tune in weekly as I help business owners face their sh**. Today, our guest is Gwen Gardner of Simply Chicky, a company that designs organic baby clothing and blankets. After a life-changing diagnosis, Gwen decided to make changes to her and her daughter's clothing as a step to a healthier lifestyle. Inspired by her daughter, the designs are cute and witty, and it's all eco-friendly. In today's episode, we talk about how to create a brand strategy, the importance of featuring different ethnicities in product photography, and the truth in the saying, you have to spend money to make money. Plus, make sure to stay tuned to the end of the episode where I give my top takeaways designed to give you the best nuggets of information from the episode. Here we go. So Simply Chicky Clothing is funny organic, made in the USA, baby rompers, toddler t-shirts, hats, and blankets. So 15 years ago, I decided to move out on my boyfriend one particular weekend, packed my boxes, but I wasn't feeling well. So on Monday, I went to the doctor. Tuesday, I found out I was pregnant. And Wednesday, that I had breast cancer. So uh, it was quite a week. So I decided to kind of go organic in all ways possible. I was obviously operated on and um, the cancer was excised. So I started looking into textiles and I realized um, to my horror that conventional cotton, Regular conventional cotton is one of the most polluting crops in the world. Uh, 15 actually of the most carcinogenic chemicals known to man are sprayed on the regular cotton crop. So I sought out organic options and it was really hard back then, but I started printing on organic cotton and it was my part-time hustle. And then two years ago, I jumped all in. Congratulations for lasting for more than, you know, the average, the average small business doesn't make it to five years. And then of that number, so if you can make it past five years, only 30% make it to 10 years. And so you are part of a very small minority of business owners that have made it past a decade. So congratulations on that. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, I've always known like, you know, um, you have to have a mission, you have to have a reason because it's a roller coaster. I think what you're doing is great. And so I want to be able to help you and help your business get to the next level, which is, I think, kind of what you're struggling with right now. Yes. I mean, I know my product is awesome. I mean, I do pop-ups all of the time. Um, 
you know, stores, everybody says, oh my gosh, this is so funny and it's so soft and it's so great. And it was a great gift. And, and, um, and I hear that all the time, but I just, yeah, I struggle with just getting to that, like really being noticed. I'm not able to drive that traffic to my website. And I just feel like you need to be on a star, you know, um, uh, like a, a couple of Hollywood movie stars and then and then I'd be golden, but I just haven't <laughs> been able to do that. Right. Okay. <laughs> I've tried. Well, so, I've tried. <laughs> so there's a few things there. Um, yeah, well, there's a lot there that I can talk to. So the first thing is that that so <laughs> that idea of like if if I can just get my product on a couple famous people, I'll be like set. like that doesn't really actually exist. That's very rare. The golden nugget that you're searching for doesn't Mm -hmm. really exist. Um, (laughs) You know, I work with lots of companies and lots of people who regularly have stuff on famous people and they have very famous fans who, you know, every few months will post about their products and having famous people wear your clothing or talk about your products doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to translate to sales. I want you to let go of the, the kind of like falsehood that like, if someone famous wore one of my products, then like sales would go through the roof. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just because psychologically what that does is that it, it's, it's convincing you that like, if you could do this one thing, everything else would be great. The idea though, that like a celebrity's baby is going to suddenly get you like, you know, a ton of sales. Um, there's a lot more that goes into it than just that one thing. So I can go over a bunch of the things that I think might help you in getting to it. It certainly doesn't help. I mean, it certainly doesn't hurt to have someone who has a large following talk about your products and have, have them on their babies, but it's not something that's going to make or break your business. And you don't want something like that to make or break your business. If your entire business model is riding off of the fact that someone with a lot of followers can help sell maybe like 50,000 rompers, then that's not a sustainable business actually. Yeah, no, absolutely. Which is why I, I kind of try to do everything. Um, I mean, I do social media, you know, the Instagram posts every day mm-hmm. and, and I love Instagram. So that's kind of what I focus on. I have yep. someone who knows me very well. She kind of handles my Facebook, which I again, post to Twitter. I do pop-ups all the time. Right. So you're out there. You are really out there. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, which again, just points to why you've been successful through all these years, which is great. So interestingly, so there's a few, there's a few things here that I'm pretty sure you probably did not realize I might touch on or talk about just because your original question was more about, um, PR and how to like, you know, potentially get noticed and have, um, get in touch with a few celebrities to get the clothing on, on, you know, kind of like influencer babies or what have you. Um, but there are a few things that I'd love to touch upon that I think will help because the first thing is when you are ready or when for some reason you're at the airport and you're literally standing next to, you know, like Jessica Alba or (laughs) (laughs) when, when, and if that thing happens, that amazing opportunity, like I have no doubt you will, you will be ready and you will pitch them and, you know, 
And at that point, what happens is that person goes to your website and they go to your Instagram. Nowadays, mm -hmm. people will go to Instagram or Google, which is really interesting. So for all the listeners out there, I think one of the biggest tips is you have to look at your Instagram, like type in your Instagram and what comes up. It's, it's that it's the very, very first screen and it's your profile photo. It's the description of your company. And if you've, you've captured their attention in like 0.5 seconds and they actually scroll, they may give you one second of their time with the scroll. So we're talking about 1.5 seconds maximum that you have to make an impression on someone to have mm -hmm. them stay on your Instagram feed or not. When it comes mm -hmm. to your website, the statistics show Google came out with a study last year that it's less than half a second. That's oh my gosh. The, I know. It's really scary. That's the attention span that we as human beings now have. So someone's going to Google and they're going to click to go to your website and your homepage has half a second to capture their attention or not. What I want you to do tomorrow is go to your website, go to the homepage and give yourself just a quick scan of it and analyze whether what you, what's there, whether you think anything can be improved upon. Same thing with your Instagram. Pull up your Instagram, look at it very briefly, like flash it in front of your face, do a quick scroll, that's it. And be really, really honest with yourself. Um, you know, I'm my biggest critic and I think that's very important. You should be your biggest critic and know the things that you're really good at. And you've mentioned some of them in the application and I think you're right on. And then there are some things that we're not so great at. And so one of the things I want to mention and the reason I've just talked about how important a first impression is, is because I can tell that your products are amazing and your product photography is, is great. So you have product photography down, but what I'm going to mention here is the rest of the Instagram feed. And I'm going to be I'm, I'm saying this with love so that I can really truly help you and try to help you mold and, um, tweak what your current social media strategy is to help you get to that next level because you are posting regularly, which is part of the battle. There isn't a brand story that comes together. Uh -huh. If it's someone who doesn't know you and your brand and they're, they've just Googled you and they're just scanning really quickly. So I want to help you with that brand story. Okay. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, that's really helpful because, um, I actually have a product photographer, yeah. um, okay. which is why they're, it, she's a professional, she's a professional, yeah. she and her sister, and they have like three wonderful children and then access to other children. So yes. Yeah, so that, that's, mm, that's awesome. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And then I, what I, did a while ago is I did have, you know, a service basically helping me with that, like kind of the, the brand story. And so you have to scroll down probably like a couple of months. I think I stopped using them in January Okay, and it was great. Um, it was just, uh, it was just expensive. Right. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> okay. Honestly, I'm going to throw this out there. So, okay. I'm, I'm now scanning a year ago. I'm scanning a while ago. So when they were helping you and I'm now scanning around the time when it transitioned 
and then scanning up to where you are now. And to be perfectly honest, it's not that different. And I think this is a really, really good thing for you to hear and for everyone else out there listening to hear because often people will hire companies and spend way too much money at letting an agency take over their social media presence when they could do it themselves. Uh-huh. So the job that you've been doing looks pretty similar in all honesty to what they were doing. And that's not a knock against them because uh-huh. you've been copying what they were doing, but it does, it shows everyone out there that they, you can 100% do it yourself. So here's what I'm going to suggest. So the product photography is great. It's like lots of different ages. You've got, you've got a lot of diversity there in terms of like toddler, newborn, different types of products. So they are doing a great job with your product photography. The one thing I will point out is that all of the children are white. I know. So I'm telling, I'm saying that because I'm sure that, I'm sure that you've noticed. I'm sure that other people have noticed. And if I can say anything and encourage you, cause you've already got the product photographers. To me, it's really important to remember about diversity when you have a product line Um, but when you're, when you're putting it out there on social media, because social media really isn't social media anymore, it's actually like just media. Do you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. there are people out there. I have more followers personally than like the village voice, which is kind of mind blowing. That's like a major media company in New York. So you you think about that and it, it shows you now that like, not only are you selling products, but you also have, I believe a responsibility and you are already so progressive in your values of organic and making sure that you are, you know, living a lifestyle, it, it, to me speaks perfectly to have a diverse group of people than wearing your products. And it's smart, you know, to me, that's the right thing to do, but it's also the smart thing to do from a business perspective, because the more people that you attract, the more people you can sell to. And currently when I look at your Instagram feed and your website, it's, it's speaking to one specific type of person. Yeah. I, I was going to ask them if they could, if they could work on that. Um, I I definitely, I definitely noticed that. Yeah. And it's, and you know, it's, it's a hard, you know, you're like, Oh, this is awkward. Do I ask? Do I, and to be perfectly honest, if, if they're shooting things for you, you can also like put out a call on, on Craigslist for child models, or you can, um, you know, there are ways to easily get a lot of people Cause I mean, you know, do you, you must know how many dance moms there are out there and how many people are out there who are trying to get their kids into commercials. So like utilize the internet cause that's what it's there for <laughs> or utilize your Instagram feed and all of the friends and family and followers that you have put a call out, put, put something out there on Instagram. The idea is that you're putting an open call out there and letting all of these different people come to you and then cast them the way people would for like a baby gap commercial. Right. 
And, you know, and if you need to dedicate a couple hundred dollars to, you know, pay a bunch of these people, or obviously since you have product, it's that, you know, you're a small independent female owned company, you don't have money. However, it will be no more than an hour of you and your child's time. And in exchange, I'm going to be able to give you, you know, five outfits, like put it out there and see what comes back. And Uh that takes almost no work at all. Uh And so that's one suggestion that I have for you that will instantly widen the base that you're talking to and that you're attracting so that when people Google you or check you out on Instagram or tell their friends about you because they just met you at a pop-up that you did, when people scroll, there'll be more diversity. And that instantly, I think... Um, will will get you more followers and then eventually that will definitely lead to more sales. You're right. Yeah. So that's one thing. The, I hear you. This, which is great. <laughs> and uh, you know what? This is the thing with the thing... <laughs> The thing with life is that we all, we know what we need to do. I know what I need to do, but the things that I need to do, I often put off. (laughs) So it's, (laughs) it's like checking in with those gut feelings every once in a while and actually um, putting action behind them, which is great because that's what you did. You emailed us and now you're on the show. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're going to take a quick break from our conversation with Gwen to hear a word from our sponsor, Constant Contact. Calling all small business owners, nonprofit pioneers, and savvy side hustlers. If you're looking for guidance in the noisy world of online marketing, Constant Contact has your back. Their team has the expert guidance, tools, and technology you need to successfully build and market your business. So whether you want to step up your email marketing game with customizable email templates or grow your e-commerce using their Shopify integration, Constant Contact has everything you need to achieve online marketing greatness. To get 30% off your first three months, visit constantcontact.com slash unique and enter the promo code unique at checkout. That's constantcontact.com slash unique and enter the code all caps U-N-I-Q-U-E. And then the other, the other photography point, um, is that you are doing a really good job. You're doing the same job that the agency was doing for you. So honestly, it's, it's just a couple tweaks. Um, like when you've got like the healthy recipes, so that, so the thing to me, that's a little bit further of a stretch, like the healthy recipe photos, um, until you told the story of why you created the company. And now I understand why, for instance, like healthy eating and healthy recipes would make sense. Uh It's, it's a stretch when I, without knowing that story, go to your Instagram account and it's connect, laugh, love, and then show, you know, organic baby USA made. It's about promoting a healthy lifestyle and an organic lifestyle from what you wear to what you put into your body. You either have to do that up front so people understand, mm-hmm. but honestly, my advice is that you just let go of that stuff and you concentrate on what people wear because that's what your product is about and that's what you're truly passionate about. So the lifestyle photos of like food and healthy recipes, no, get rid of them. You know, there's so much content when it comes to like kids and babies. I would honestly start to look at that. And what I mean by content is that like look up quotes about raising children or look up quotes about being a parent 
or even look up famous quotes about people talking about organic. And you take that quote and you put it into typography and you post those and you maybe do, you know, you post those once a week. And so the other question I was going to have, it does look like you're going off of a bit of a strategy where it's like X number of product photos, a lifestyle photo, an outdoor photo. I would create a new strategy for yourself. I would sit down this weekend or next week and I would think about your brand and what you want to do with social media. Obviously you need people to buy the products. So figure out how many posts a week is realistic for you to do. And if it's 10 posts a week, or even if it's just five, whatever that number is, stick with it. And what you need to do is come up with an actual marketing strategy, which is what all the big companies do. So if you're going to post 10 times a week, what are those 10 posts? And it's actually a formula. It is a formula. You should look at what your most popular posts are and the posts that have the best engagement, like the, the best likes and the number, the highest number of comments. And that will help you know what your most popular posts are. So then once you know that, you should do five of those every week. And then the remaining five, you could do two inspirational quotes, then you have three left. And so maybe one is a behind the scenes photo of production or your studio. And then a couple others are just like lifestyle shots. So does that, would that include me? That can include you sometimes if you want. Yep. So you have these great photographers already doing these photo shoots. So the next time that they do a shoot and, you know, they've got a a bin with lemons and they like, they've got all these great props. What you need to do is have them take like 10 photos of you, 10 different photos of you. So you have stock photos already ready to go in a folder. Yeah. You know, um, actually I set up my posts cause I use Planoly. Yeah. Um, I set up my posts and I think actually a couple of me actually folding clothes and such. I, I do ah. have stock photos. I'll, I'll go back into those. Yeah. Um, and maybe, yeah, intersperse those a little bit more. Yeah, that's perfect. And then my other suggestion when looking specifically at social media and your website too is, is colors. So if you haven't done like a, a true branding exercise for your company in a while, I would sit down and also take the time to do that. And it's not intimidating. This can, honestly, these things can take half an hour. It's not a big deal, but I would, you know, you've got your logo, you've got the name of your company. If you haven't done a brand exercise where you come up with what the colors are of your company, you should do that. Like what are the, what are the main colors that represent your company? And then you have a second set of colors that are like, these are the sub colors. And once you have that, that will help you immensely when, so when doing social media, because when you're doing the, especially if you use a planner, like you do, when you're looking for photos to intersperse between product photos, you already have your colorways down. So you can look for photos out there. So there's a bunch of websites that exist. My favorite is called Unsplash. It's free photography that you can use commercially. It's really amazing. It's called Unsplash? Unsplash. Yeah. Okay. And it's this amazing website where these great professional photographers have decided to, you know, they're basically giving the rights to like 10 photos of theirs. And 
it's a really great resource for small business owners who don't, who can't buy photography and go out and do lots of photo shoots. So, so you've got your shots of two, you know, let's say two girls wearing onesies and then you need to put a photo in between the two of them so that, you know, it's spaced out. And you know that the girl's wearing a yellow pattern and the girl to the left of her is also going to be wearing a yellow pattern. So like ideally what you're doing in terms of creating an actual social, social media visual strategy is you need a photo in the middle that also has yellow in it. And so you can go to Unsplash and say, you know what would be really cute? I think like a photo of yellow flowers or I want like an inspirational beach photo, but whatever it is, there are free photography websites out there where you can find these photos. So it's not you relying on yourself taking all of these pictures and having the pressure of that. And then to be perfectly honest, when people look at your feed as a whole, all of the color scheme are within those, let's say five or six colors that you've already chosen to represent your brand. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I try to stick to, um, I, yeah, I, I did this. It's yeah, it basically yellow, green, black, and white natural right. color. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. And so I can, I can kind of see that here, but then it's like, for instance, the last photo is a photo of, of a sunset oh, right. and flowers. Yep. And you're right. It does have yellow and green in it and blue, which you just mentioned are, are some of your colors, but it's very saturated uh-huh. And the style of photo that it is, it doesn't match your brand. That okay. photo might be popular on like a nature photography Instagram account, but it's mm-hmm. not going to be popular and it's not really going to speak to your audience because mm-hmm. if you look at the other photos around it, those photos are very different. Right. That's funny you say that because I was like, oh, this is a pretty photo. But then when I, then, then when I looked I, I was in a time crunch and uh, I was like, <laughs> we all oh. do this. Oh, and I was like, okay, well th- that's good enough. <laughs> yes. That we've all yeah. been guilty of the like <laughs> pressure post. <laughs> um, and you can easily archive that post, which is really great. Just tonight, right now, delete just <laughs> delete or archive done. Yeah. Your color scheme, because of your photographers, they they use white mostly. And so I would say the key to your photos that you're putting in between and the key to the photos with you in them, whether it's your face or your hands folding something, the key to me is going to be a lot of white Mm -hmm. so that it's not jarring. Like, oh, wait, that doesn't belong here. Right. A lot of that stuff is visual and it just has to do with because I believe you are very good at getting your brand out there. Ironically, your one of your questions was how do I get <laughs> how do I get my brand out there more? The interesting thing is you are actually out there way more than the other small business owners that I've talked to are. You oh, you really? do yeah, huh. you do you do events where you're actually interacting with others. A lot of people don't do any events. They just open a website and think that people are going to come and buy from them. You are actually very active on Instagram, which is amazing. And so it's tweaking what you're doing. It's just making these small changes so that when people find out about your brand or they talk to you in person and they're really impressed with you and they really like you and your story, when they go online to purchase, everything looks great. 
the branding, the photography, it, all of that stuff really does matter. And so I think you just need to fine tune some of those things and instantly that will help sales. So, um, so day in and day out, I was seeing who I call Auntie Gwyneth Paltrow, who has the money, you know, gets the whole farming organic thing and she's going to a shower on Sunday and she needs the best, cutest little gift. Right. Um, and, and so that's when I actually kind of exactly what you say, did that branding exercise. And I was like, Hmm, if Gwyneth came to my website, mm-hmm. um, it's not, it's actually been tweaked. I, I do have, I did have someone deal with my website starting in January. Yeah. Um, so, so it, it has, um, what's the right word? Um, it's, it was redesigned the website. Yeah. The website's great. And it's, it, it seems like you're a very large company. It's almost like it seems larger than perhaps you are. I, the website's great. It's that the Instagram doesn't quite match currently. Okay. That makes sense. It's, it's, it's matching and making sure that the quality matches on both of those. Um, and you know, you, I love that you've gone out in person to see who's not only talking with you and purchasing, but also getting to know, because I'm, I'm assuming you have tracked what the most popular styles are. Yes. And, and of course it, it depends a little bit where I am. Um, but really if it's, if it's on my website, Mm -hmm. it it sells. Like I will say the inside me I've got poem is my number one seller all day long everywhere, which is why I then came up with the Boston one, which I'm completely absolutely sold out of because I do a lot of Boston stuff. Right. So, um, so that's great. So, you know, your, your best sellers. So knowing that if you haven't the, the last kind of piece of advice that I'll give is that if you haven't done online advertising yet, that's probably something that you could do. And if you know your most popular styles because they're funny or witty that those, that's the photography. Those are the ones, those are the images you want to use for Instagram ads, um, or Facebook ads. And the amazing thing about advertising on Facebook and Instagram is that you can get so incredibly specific. So like you said, if you know, if your ideal customer is Gwyneth Paltrow, then when you're setting the parameters for your advertising on Facebook and Instagram, what you're doing is probably going after people with certain likes. And one of those likes would be goop, for instance, mm-hmm. right? Cause her readers are going to be your yep. perfect demographic. So you need, yes. so before you advertise, cause it's one thing to say, like, I know I need to do advertising and you put together an ad and then like you hope you put it out there and just hope that people will come to your website. You have to be really strategic with that ad. So it's knowing what your most popular style is. If there's one for Boston specifically, you only serve that ad to people within 30 miles of Boston. You know, you can get very specific Mm -hmm. and that's the great thing. The more specific you get with advertising, the better results you're going to have. And so, you know, get all of those rich, posh moms in Southern California who want to buy organic baby clothes. And it's based on income level and where they live and um, what their interests are. 
you can you can do all of that in the back end of the advertising um, tool with Facebook and Instagram. And I really think that because you know who your customer is so well, you you will have good results with that. Okay, so you say that aver- like the Instagram ads actually work. Well, I mean, it's different for everyone because first of all, you have to have great photography. Mm-hmm. You have to have you have to understand typography and copywriting. So you want to make sure to have a great headline. You want to make mm-hmm. sure to have great copy about your company. And if you can do that and it, it reaches the right people, then yes, it, of course, ads absolutely work. There's very few ways other than word of mouth, which is obviously the best way. <laughs> word of mouth and repeat customers, that's the best way to advertise your company. But that's free advertising. So, you know, that's marketing and PR. Real advertising is paying for ads. And yeah, Facebook and Instagram can absolutely work. But it's all about being drilling down and being very specific and knowing who your customer is and reaching them. Mm-hmm. And the the great thing is that we're living in the age of YouTube. So go onto YouTube and find a bunch of um, experts who specifically talk about how to advertise on Facebook and Instagram and watch those videos and you will have a lot of aha moments and then use that knowledge to then set some ads. And we're not talking about spending like thousands of dollars. We're talking about like, I'm going to try an ad. I'm going to do two different designs. So I do an AB test and I'm going to place the ad for one week and we're going to test it. And I'm going to spend a hundred dollars on each ad and see which one is more popular. And then when I know which one is the most popular, then I'm going to go ahead and say over the next month, I'm willing to spend X amount of dollars and Facebook takes care of the rest and slowly just serves it to people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sometimes you really do have to spend money to make money. <laughs> yes, I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing that you've been in business for this long and that, you know, you have to get, you have to reach people and you're not going to be able to reach everyone in the world because you're at an event all weekend in Boston. Like you physically are right. only in one place at one time. And there's an entire world of shoppers out there, not just in America. Like, you know, you, right. you could be, people all over the world could be purchasing from you. Right. Yeah. No, I, my first store um, in Australia, yeah, they just um, took me on about two months ago. So I'm, I'm actually in Australia. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> International. International. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see how you kind of tweak things in the future. Well, thank you so much, Sonia. Yeah. Okay, cheers. Okay, thanks. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay, that's the episode. Thank you so much for tuning into SOS. Today's top takeaways include, number one, you literally only have about one second to connect with an audience. So you better make sure that your Instagram, Facebook, and website are amazing. Number two, diversity matters. People, I cannot talk about this enough, but the more people that you reach and speak to, the more people you can sell to. So take a look inward and make sure that the photography that you're using across your brand speaks to as many different types of people as possible. Number three, when you're working with other people, trust your gut. If they aren't representing your brand properly, you need to speak up. And number four, let go of the falsehood that 
If a famous person, a celebrity, an Instagram influencer uses and talks about your product, you'll strike it rich because honey, that is not happening. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Reviews are so important to getting the word out. And if you use Spotify, make sure to subscribe now. You can follow us on Instagram at SOS with Sonia. That's SOS with S-O-N-J-A. Yes, I spell Sonia with a J. Thanks for listening. Catch you next episode.